This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Uh, touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern and Rob Phillips. Welcome everybody into the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We have a special Wednesday show for you guys as we get into Eagles Week here at the Star in Frisco. Of course, always joined by Brian, Rob, Mickey, myself, and we have a special guest, Papa John's Pizza today. Do you know why we like Papa John's Pizza? Because it tastes so good and fresh. It is good. And it looks fresh here right now. I uh, attest to the fact of the freshness. Yes. I'd have a piece. It's very good. Thanks. Deep dish. I, I recommend the deep dish, actually. Thanks, Cheeto. It, yeah. it looks good. Thanks, Cheeto. Cheeto's going to play this week for you, though. Get ready. He'll play this week for you. Yeah, what is the update on Cheeto? You see him out there, Mick? Yes. What did he do? He's doing? good to go. He was doing what he was doing last week. I'm eating. <laughs> You're not supposed to talk with your mouth full. Didn't your mama ever teach you that? Yeah, well, then you talk. We're doing radio. Yeah, she, yeah. she asked you the question. Why don't you give us that full rundown of that uh, injury report over there? It's no, no, and no. No, no, and no over the nose, right? No. Nobody uh, knows? No Tyron. No uh, Sean, although he's out there with his helmet on, by I'm golly. Sure he is. Not going to sit down a good man. He did that Sunday. He spent the rest of the game with his helmet right? on the sideline. So he's you know, going to rehab with his helmet on. He's got his jersey on. Uh, but Tyron's not there. Sean's not there. Dan Bailey watching as normal. Jeff Heath still out. And I would imagine he's not going to make it back this week. That doesn't sound good, does it? No. Didn't not sound good. Yeah, it didn't sound good, Coach. And, uh, you know, I'll be interested to see, though, we always talk about if he practices on Thursday, then right. what happens on Friday. So I haven't, I haven't really – See, I, think I, haven't, that, I haven't inquired about that the one. The complication on it, it's his second one second one this yeah. year. Right. I, he really had one in training camp? Yes. I tried to go yeah. back and Google that. Yeah, I think I think we talked about that one day. We did? Yeah. Okay. I think we – He was am, out. Among Zeke I don't talks. know how long he was out, but he was out for a little bit. Right. Uh, so, yeah, he's not out there either. But out there today is DeMarcus Ware. Woo! Huh. Did he used to wear 94? He did. did. It's available? It is. Put it on him. <laughs> I don't like that white sweater he's wearing. So rude, guys. You know, Rod Marinelli was pretty happy back. about it, too, by yeah. the way. Yeah. His back, though, in, in the back, kind of oh, not working. He's not going to play again. Yeah. No, I, just, I was just thinking about him. He's down sort the of like Romo right now. Right. He's really happy to wake up in the morning. Oh, not feel like. Get out of bed. Like he'd been in 64 yeah. car wrecks. Can yeah. play with his kids. And, yeah. yeah. We spoke to him at Denver. He did a press conference there because he was getting. Honored in Denver before he was in Dallas. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, he spoke to, I'm feeling good. Back's not an issue anymore. Romo, a year ago, held a very special press conference on a Tuesday afternoon. Boy, Tate just couldn't wait to get to couldn't, this one. Well, you know, I asked She was today. starting at 9.05 this morning. 9.05. Uh, guys, you guys can't see Mickey's desk. But if you could, one of the biggest headlines above his computer is Romo says farewell. Which was about... A month premature, I think. Yeah. Is that why you love it? Or yeah, because it was uh, wrong. It was the beginning of the end. Yeah. Dewey defeats Truman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he did retire, though. He did. They, so, they, soft they, retirement. They yes. broke the story, like, did you, did, a month ahead of time. When when the newspapers mess up, do you kind of take some... Oh, I've got some great ones. That Dewey, the yeah. Dewey one's the great. The Dewey one's good. Yeah. That's your Missouri guy, right? You guys probably need to help some people out here on that one. 
Truman was elected president, but the night before. Yeah, I know. We had we had history class. You did? Yeah. Did yeah. You I, I skipped class that day, Mickey. <laughs> did you see what Sports Center put on Snapchat last night, Mickey? <laughs> the, it was uh, absolutely ridiculous. They, they, they had Dewey the, defeats Truman. The cut line on the picture after the Kentucky Derby uh, one Sunday morning in the Chicago Tribune had. They wanted to say long shot wins Kentucky Derby. Right. Yeah, well, there was a, the O wasn't in there. Yeah. And it was an I. I <laughs> Swear to God, it was the funniest thing I think I'd ever seen. Buddy getting fired over that one? I yeah. think so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you know Howard Eskin? I do know Howard Eskin. Are you guys friends? Uh, I know who he is. You wouldn't call I, yourself friends? I don't know him. I, you know, I mean, I don't even know if I know him well enough to say hi. But I know who he you guys is. See the tweets this week. And his, oh no, him, yeah, him and Cole going you know, at it. it. He's been doing this for twenty years, twenty-five years, same as Angelo Cataldi, the radio guy on the Whip. That he hates me. Just you know, he just <laughs> wants to whip the Cowboys, and yeah. that's that. That was his gig back in '94. And you know these guys? Oh yeah. Oh, when I was yeah. in Philly. I was in Philly for a year. I know all these guys. They hate you, R- uh, Rhea Hughes, Angelo. <laughs> Yeah. Who was the other guy with Angela? I forgot, I forgot the other guy. He was Al Morgani. And there was one more that was actually Rhea Hughes. a writer. It's, it's no, a, the, the guy was oh, a you're writer. Talking, oh, you're a writer. But he I'm talking did, about the, I'm talking, yeah, I'm talking he the, did radio with yeah. with Angelo. Yeah. Another yeah. guy you, you were talking to earlier, Brian, was uh, Daryl Johnston. I was. You were. And he was telling you about Philly. What was he saying about them? No, he said he had him during Arizona, and I was sitting down kind of watching to see what Kansas City did to him in week two. Kind of got through that a little bit, and – and uh, but, you know, he, he was talking about the big play, big play players, you know, Nelson Aguilar and those guys. But, you know, they've also had their share of uh, injuries, though, too, you know, losing their offensive tackle and losing their linebackers. So, you know, I know he was doing a show, an insider show with uh, I think it's on on the weekends that you all need to kind of check out Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, it's on, on the weekends? No. Insiders a Wednesday night show? I'm pretty sure. That yeah, he used to be. But he was about, he was I about, watch on Wednesday nights. But, but he was talking about Jordan Hicks, the linebacker. You know, they've kind of lost to the, – they're kind of like the, their Sean Lee. Yep. And then also, you know, with Jason Peters. And Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles as well. They've had their share. Yeah, they have. And they're 8-1. So, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I was saying yesterday, which you always say. Nobody feels sorry for you. Nobody does. But I, it is fact, and there's no avoiding it, that when you lose three all-pro players – is it three? Yeah. Bailey's a bit of pro bowler. Pro bowler, yeah. Four. There's another guy on the Zeke. TV right now calling yeah. me a liar. Sal oh, Palatino. Sal Palatino oh, called me a liar to my face one time. Wow. When I was working in Philly. Philly's rough. They didn't like it? me at all. Those people in Philly. And, you know, we had a good draft for them. Got to have tough Trey skin Thomas to live and guys. work in Philly. Yeah, it was. It was a tough place. But, no, they, they, they've had their share. Of, I, I, Will those I, catch up to them? You know what though? This is I, I'm gonna, I'm stay I'm gonna stay on record on this. I am not being a homer on this, but I I do like Dallas's chances in this game. I really do. I'm a I'm a big believer of back against the wall. I'm a big believer of that. I'm a I'm a believer of you know players have pride. You figure things out. You know Garrett today. I, Garrett and I have had our differences. You know I, I I've admitted Mickey and I have had shows together where I've tried to fire Mickey's fired back at me, you know, and all that. And, and, and I, I appreciate Mickey for, the, for what he's done with that. But Garrett today said something that I didn't think he would say. He says, hey, we got to do a better job of coaching. We, we, we didn't adjust quick enough. Mm-hmm. We, didn't, we did not get to where we needed to do with the, to help Chaz Green. You know, and I admire him for saying that because I'm a big believer if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. 
Do you think he would have said that after the game, or he's more so saying that after he got a chance to really watch the tape? And well, he see- knew. I think on the plane flight home when you guys were flying back from Atlanta, you know, he he knew what was what happened. I mean, I think he's he- got the pad in front of his lap. And he's like, you know, what could we have done differently? You know, he's talking about the ball coming out quicker. quicker. You know, Dak, I wrote about, you know, Alfred Moore stumbled in the flat on a ball that would have been out in that sack that was on the 12-yard line. But I admire Garrett for admitting that. Well, they did, they did give him help. Not they, often enough. Yeah, that's what they said. Yeah, and there were times where, the, okay, we got to get Dak, got to get the ball out quickly, and there wasn't time for Dak to even do that. Yeah. You know, so sometimes, that's, sometimes that goes you get, against your adjustments. Sometimes you get comfortable on that sack that the, on the 12-yard line. He tried to come back inside to Dez. And so you could pull that off, and you got Tyron Smith out there protecting your backside. You can look flat to middle if you know you got an all-pro tackle standing out there keeping guys wide. I'm sure they went back and looked at it and said, now looking back, Byron Bell allowed two sacks too, but they could have looked at halftime and said, in hindsight, maybe Byron Byron Bell needs to play. We should have made a change earlier Mm -hmm. in addition to help whoever's playing left tackle. It's not going to be easy this week. with. I think that speaks what they thought of Byron Bell. Not, not putting him in sooner? Yeah. Well, it, it was a three-point game at halftime, and I think they felt like Chaz might be able to settle in here. We're not out of this game. Okay, what do you we guys can... think happened with him? We've seen him play. We've seen him play well. Chaz Green. Chaz Green, yeah. What what happened? Technique was awful, Mickey. But what happened? Why? Mickey, you've seen, you've seen that. You've, remember, remember in training camp where – you're, he gets overextended. He's playing on one foot. He's his head's down. He's lunging. He's reaching. Did he forget how to play? I think it snowballed on him. I do. His, I, that's his, exactly right. And his technique got worse and worse. Whereas, whereas Lyle Collins to me has one or two bad plays in a row, and then all of a sudden it comes back to figures okay, it out. He figures you. it out. He can self adjust. If you haven't played a lot of snaps, it, it's it's anything. It's like if you haven't played a lot of snaps, you don't have anything to hang your hat on. You don't have to. You don't have that ability to say. Okay, I, okay, now I got to kick wider. I got to kick wider. I got to, okay, hand up. Hand, you know, he, once it went bad, it just went really bad. We all know that. I'm not telling you guys anything you don't know. But to answer your question, I don't think he had anything to draw back from. And I know he's played a couple of games, made a couple of starts, but the coaches had confidence in him going into the game. They, they, they made him the starter. They said it was never going to be Byron Bell was going to be the starter, it was going to be Chaz Green. You know, and I think the coaching staff honestly was surprised it was as bad as it was. Oh, that's yeah. that's why I think Garrett had the reaction that he did. He's like, well, wait a minute, we should have helped the guy. That's on us. Yeah, I forget, Mick, a while back, gosh, I can't believe we're already in week 11, but there was a time about it. where I said, okay, how are they going to help this guy? And you just said they're going to put more tight ends over there. Yeah. And I don't remember if we were talking about Jonathan Cooper or who we were talking about. Maybe it was. There was a matchup one time. Well, you know, because Lyell's been going against some tough. Maybe it was Lyell. Yeah. Rushes early in the season. Oh, can yeah. You, can How you, do you help, help him it? against you... Vaughn and yeah. those How guys? How do you help him? Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, you thought, okay, well, if they can do that, then you felt a little bit better. So I, I've been meaning to look this up. So the first three games, he played left guard. Right. Okay. Right. Then he's inactive. And then. That was the game he spit the bit on Friday. Right. And then he played no plays against Green Bay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. That was the game that he got hurt on Friday, the hip. No, no, it was it was the Rams. Rams he got he hit? zeroed. He had okay. nothing. Okay, okay. And then he played 12, 12 plays against San Francisco. Yeah. Zero, six, 
Yeah. 46. Yeah. So if you think about it, if he had last time he had played that extensively at left tackle, the start against the Bears, maybe the Bears or the San Francisco, whichever yeah. was the fourth game last yeah. year, and right. then he was inactive the rest of the year. Yeah, right. Because so injury. you're, you know, saying he didn't have anything to fall I, back on. Right. It's it's almost like he just got so frustrated he, it paralyzed him. His yeah. Te- his technique. If that makes his, sense. His technique got worse as the yeah. game went on. I think, and he, he started off really very well early. I mean, remember they had the offsides. That were the free play where Dak threw it down to Dez. Yeah. That was the first play that he got smoked on. It was that play. And then he had back-to-back on that drive. Yeah. You know, and you're like going, oh, okay. But he got, he, you know, it's like the, the, that, that, that offside play kind of got him. But if you know the passes, the curl passes and stuff that were thrown to Dez, he was okay. He yeah. Good position, you know, mm-hmm. feet, hands, everything was where it needed to be. But then, like I say, it snowballed for him. And it, it seemed really like really the, the wider Claiborne got, the worse he got. He couldn't get to him. And then to get to him, he had to lunge to stop him because he has no confidence in his power to sit down on somebody. Mm-hmm. Here's an example. Think about hands outside. He gets the holding penalty. Because I saw, I watched, and, and I saw what Bell did. And, you yeah. know, he yeah. gave up two sacks, too. Right. But he sat and they just kind of rode with him. That's what you got to do. And, 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 yeah. and Chaz just... Like his feet were stuck. Confidence, man. Yeah. Confidence. Gosh. Give up four sacks. So, okay. So hang on. Just like think about training camp. What we said about Taco, when things weren't going right. Right. Mm-hmm. He didn't trust his technique. He went back to what he thought. He just kind of his instinct. Yeah. That's what happened to Chaz. Magnify that by giving up four sacks mm-hmm. on a nationally televised game. So I mean, it, what do you think? Snowball. Ha- what do you think happens? Do you do you do you say I know this guy can play better? Do you stubbornly say? Or do you just judge from practice and see how? Because practice, the speed is not the same as the game. No, but you want my you you, yeah. you want my real opinion? Yeah, Coach brought us. I think they go back to green. See, that's what I'm thinking. I really do, and I, I know what's going to happen. And I'll tell you why the uproar out. I'll tell you why they go back to green, because I believe that they did the same thing with Jonathan Cooper. When things weren't going well for they Jonathan, they didn't. They didn't. They, 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 didn't, they didn't waver. But it's a less. That was a less. Uh, High-profile issue. Five, the five offensive yeah. linemen are the five offensive linemen. I'm with you because I, I just keep going back to what Frank Pollock, the O-line coach, said after the game. Well, go ahead. Um, you go back to Frank Pollock, and then I'll tell you what he I said, was He said we don't want to lose him. Yeah. I think by benching him, he's already lost the left guard job. He started out as the guy there, played three games, then it goes to Cooper. Now this happens to him. They invested a third-round pick in him. If you, you bench him now, I think they feel like, this is a guess. They try to coach him up this week and get him ready to play again. I don't think he lost the left guard spot. He got hurt. Well, he got Wally pipped. Yeah. And Cooper goes in, and then it's like. See, there's that doubt. Now he's created some doubt about not his health, but right. technique. So that, but I still feel like that they'll go back to him. And they see, and, and I know I, people will go nuts. Mickey's right. What I liked about it also is he didn't cower afterwards. He stood there in the locker room and spoke. Yeah. <laughs> So I give him that. Um, That's kind of encouraging, right? That he, for his mentality. Yeah. That he stood there, you well, know, bad day at the office kind so of. So there was 59, there were 59 snaps in the game, I believe. Right. He played 46. Right. At four, like, really bad plays. Yeah. yeah. But when you're an offensive lineman, right. can't do that. Right. See, that's we you see. could strike out four times in a baseball game. Right. You don't hurt the next guy up. Yeah. Right. 
you know? Yeah. It was the way he was well, going to be. Well, just so stuck out with you sore made thumb. a good point saying it's high profile. The left guard spot hasn't felt as high profile this season because it was empty. You know, there was no one there. You needed someone there. You needed someone to just do the job. When Chaz Green is going in for Tyron Smith and all pro, people see the blatant difference. Yeah, absolutely. And, it, you know, like we got to be careful. And like you said, to, it wasn't just left tackle. There were. Zach Martin gave up a sack in that game. They, the offensive line as a whole didn't play well, but you, you point to the one issue that really didn't allow your offense to function, and it was the sacks yeah. that Chaz gave up. I mean, that play down there uh, that ended up with the field goal miss, those are opportunities that they missed, and they just didn't allow their offense to function because of that one spot. And it is Dak's blind spot, and it's a, you're, you're about to face a really good defensive front again this week. So it's – they got to figure it out. I well, mean, I guess, I guess again, Tyron can solve all if he can get back to practice yeah, tomorrow. He, you know, but the thing about it is, though, too, is the coaches now realize that's on them too. Yeah. yeah. That 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 that's that, a that, That's why I wanted to say what I said because again, I've had problems with Coach Garrett before, yeah, but I feel like though that he by them standing up there and saying, you know, we got to help them, we got to help him if he's playing again, mm-hmm. and I and I think they'll have a better plan. They have max protection packages where they could put. They can make – they're getting 13 personnel and all of a sudden if they want to get Witten out, they can have Hannah and Swain. Those guys stay in on that side, make it a little wider. But, you know, the thing about Rob, what Rob's saying against the Eagles, you got to pick and choose who you want to take out of this game. Right. You know, they're, they're, one of their best rushers is Brandon Graham. He's going to play over Collins. Collins might yeah. need help. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you got to think about, okay, Vinnie Curry on the other side. Vinnie Curry's got quickness and stuff. But, you know, Chaz could – you know, I mean, that's the biggest problem with Chaz. We didn't see him get out of his stance quick enough. That, that's that's depth width. Try and get the guy wider. Okay, help that side with a tight end if you want to chip to the back to the other. But guys get open. Try and find a way to get open in that secondary so the ball can get out. Two things. One, if I was the quarterback, that wouldn't have been my blind side. When I got the snap, first thing I'd do would be looking left. Yeah. Well, you get, I know you're supposed to trust the guy. You get comfortable, though. You're Dak Prescott. I know, you, get, I know. you get comfortable. But I would, you know, there was I a would time there. Looking, if, I, if I got hit that many times, I'd be yeah. looking over there. There first. was a time last year, and it's always funny. If you guys listen to the press conferences post game at AT&T Stadium, there's a guy from Gilmer who asked some pretty funny questions sometimes. And last year, he asked Dak a questions. Question. Yeah, right. <laughs> Good, Good one, Kent. Statements. <laughs> statements. <laughs> and last year, he just opened it up and said, is this the best offensive line you've ever played with? And Dak just laughed. It was like, yeah, these are professional <laughs> football players. The yeah. last offensive I mean, Houghton was pretty good. Now, <laughs> you know, now the other this thing. This Cowboys team's pretty good, too. The other thing, if, if you're, if you're going to have to consistently help both tackles, like you play two tight ends, one on each side, who's going out for passes? Yeah. Two guys? Yeah. Two guys against six in the secondary? Right. Yeah. So you're tipping your hand. You can't, you can't max protect every play. And what happens if you send the running back over there all the time and you got three wide and they blitzed? Yeah. Well, who's picking up the blitzer? Yeah. So it, it's you're not you're now you're now dealing with problems that the New York Giants deal with every week, right? And 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 so <laughs> they've it's got not five as, bad guys. It's not as simple yeah. as going playing basketball and say we're going to double team that guy. That's he why ain't I asked scoring on me. That's why I asked Garrett the question about sometimes, and I said it yesterday. Sometimes offensive linemen don't want help. Because they end up getting in the way. Like a back chipping gets in the way. A tight end gets in the way. And you can't go through your technique the whole way that you need to do. So, obviously, the guy needs help. They just need to figure it out. 
Yeah. All right. Well, let's take our first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. When we come back, we will have so much more. Yes, this is the second week the team will play without Ezekiel Elliott. And how will they do? And no Sean Lee. Much more to come. It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas in football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having Thanksgiving without the Cowboys. Basically, we wouldn't recommend it. So next time you have a tailgate, home gate, or whatever else kind of gate, grab some ice-cold Dr. Pepper for you and your friends to enjoy. It's a Dallas Cowboys tradition. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. This is Talking Cowboys. Tommy John gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts with a contour pouch and over 3 million pairs sold. We put, Whoa. we put in the hustle to make sure you're nestled. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. Three million? Over three million. Over That's three million. That's true. Hustled and nestled? You know, yesterday I was up at the Cowboys Club. They did a little trivia night. That was fun. Team Sully won it, and uh, they were wearing Tommy John. So Nice. Winners wear Tommy John. Next time we bet, we're betting Tommy John's. <laughs> It's easier for me. And to then do. we can hang them up. I yeah, can still take it. Contrary right? to popular belief, I have males in my family that I could give his gifts to. So yeah, go online, find it out. I will. They got a lot of good things. The socks are outstanding. I know the socks are wonderful. Yeah, my dad could use that on sixteen-hour plane trips. Yeah, they're comfortable there socks. You go. Probably be pretty good for him. Mm-hmm. Very supportive. Very supportive. All right. Well, I hinted at it. I want to get back to the running back talk. Evil. Yeah. A lot of people weren't too pleased to see with Alfred Morrison. You know what? Robbie wrote a great article about him even admitting it, that he didn't feel like they got the running game started off, wow. you know, started off so slow and they didn't really get it going until the second half. So how can they adjust that for this week, especially when you're trying to adjust things on the O-line, get that right? Yeah. Find an you- injunction for Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> we need to go back to that umbonk. I just like Im- 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 I like the, the, the easy answers. Yeah, I'll leave free the hard Zeke, one to, to to Rob. You know what? I think there. I think the this is going to sound really strange, but I think the Cowboys initially need to come out throwing the football in this game. Yep, 
because uh, they banged their head against the wall yeah. early with their two tight ends, fullback, three tight ends, and yeah. all they did was put eight, nine guys on the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I, I think that to, to, if you look at the where the Eagles have had some issues, though, is when teams – I always like that when I get inside the 30. You know, quarterback rating goes up against the Eagles. They have, they have some issues down there when, you know, so – but it's a matter of getting the football into that area. But I think that Dallas is going to have to do some things. They're going to have to show some things early that they can protect. And they're going to make Jim Swartz, the defensive coordinator, say, okay, I'm going to have to come after you. And that could free up if, you know, maybe you can maybe you could pop a couple of runs here and there. But I don't think Dallas can get into a game where they just go ahead and say straight run, straight run, straight run. They, they, if you have Elliott, yeah, I get it. 61% of the time you do it on first down. But I don't think in this game you can necessarily get in a lot of second and longs, third and long situation. That's just not the – that's not going to be the recipe for a victory here. Is it fair to say they were a little stubborn? They tried to do what they wanted to do. They tried to they, run their early, offense early. They, early yeah, they tried to. They tried to. Yeah. They didn't. Scott Linehan didn't want to deviate from what they do. They wanted to run their offense. Yeah, they wanted to with, they, with they, different backs, and they wound up with their two backs had what eight or nine yards at halftime. Yeah, and and the best running game they had was Dak scrambling. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I may have to change it up a little bit. Change it up, change the way you do it. Maybe be a pass-first offense, but again, that goes back to: Can you protect for Dak? Well, is he going to be scrambling again? Play action. Life? Just go play action. I mean, but, that, that's something that if it if it if they're going to use quick game with Witten, you know that that looked like it got some traction the other day. Coach was asked about Beasley today. You know, find a way to get Beasley. I did. Yeah, I heard. Yeah, that. Beasley's. You know, find a way to 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 kind of work him open if you can. You know, it's it's going to be difficult. I mean, the, 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 this Eagle defense, I'm not telling you something everybody already It's a good defense. It really, really is. But it's not one of those defenses, though, that you could just sit there and, oh, they're going to completely shut us down. I feel like that Dallas can do some things in the passing game. And if that opens up some of the things that they need to do in the running game, what we saw when how they got uh, Alfred going there with some couple of uh, chunk runs, you know, that's what they need to think about doing. And I don't know if this is a product – of the Eagles scoring a lot of points. They're second in the league, by the way. Yeah. 31.4 a game. But they're number one against the run. Right. 66 yards. So sometimes, yards. you know, you score in that many points, people go, what the hell? I got to throw the ball. It, well, I'm it, losing traction here. Yeah. The, the thing about it is, though, you get a team that scores a lot of points, it takes you out of the running game because you're behind. Right. So I don't know if that's a product. We saw that last year against Green Bay. Right. Remember? Yeah. They, they were number one against the run, and the right. Cowboys ran for nearly 200 yards. Right. But again, if 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 you're not if you can't do it and they don't want you to do it, right. they're going to stop you. Right. Yeah. So Timmy you may Jernigan, have to yeah. throw the ball. And I'm thinking the obvious thing they're thinking right now is, oh, the trouble they had protecting the quarterback. Why would they're they gonna, throw? Yeah. Why would they throw? They're going right. to come out and run the ball. Right. You might have to do opposite. Right. I agree. What about Beasley, what do you think's been the issue with twenty? Because Todd Archer brought it up in the press conference. He's got 24 catches. Through nine games, he was the team leader last year with 75. Well, a lot of those games where he had huge production was when Des Bryant was out. Very good. Thank you. You got one. Thanks. Yeah, but just one. <laughs> <laughs> See, I tried to be nice and give you her a are nice. And she, you are oh, nice. Oh, just one. Well, how many games did he was he missed out like four. three or four games? Right. Four and games. Beasley ended up being the leading receiver. Right. Yeah. But can't can you argue that Des being there helps him as well? I also think yeah. when you are the leading receiver, then people are going to target you so much more. I mean, guys, Demarcus Lawrence 
he is probably not going to have the same year next year that he's having this year because people are going to key in on him just like they are on Beasley. And, Rob, you talked about it. You said you were seeing him double-teamed up in oh, Arizona. No, he, yeah, he, and yeah they, they did. more attention this yeah, year. Yeah, they, they, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, I'll, but, I'll just give you one play, and I don't say it's happening every every play. The the one you brought up about Morris falling at the 12-yard yeah, line, right. and that's where they wanted to go because right. that was going to be a big play. It was going to be a big play. So when you look back inside – Here's Beasley in the middle, and there's a linebacker here and a linebacker here. Yeah, they're going to bracket him. They're not going to let him have any ex- uh, exit routes. And a lot of that yeah. probably has and, – and they better get ready for it because when they get in those situations without Zeke, I don't think those linebackers are going to work. They're not going to sit there and go, okay, we better get right up at the line of scrimmage. So they're going to bracket him. Right. And teams start doing it last year. Yeah. I wonder if teams have also thought about just singling Des. And in, I think they have yeah. a little bit, but they still have a safety over the top. So you yeah. have a better chance of doubling Beasley because, right, because his stuff is all underneath. Uh, all underneath, right? right. It's not vertically down the field. Yeah, so it, it, that's why I think sometimes you see them when they go three wide, they've been putting Butler out there right. with Terrence and put Dez in the slot. Right. And now, okay, if you're going to double them, how are you going to do that? So Butler need to get more tosses to him? I, I, I have no problems with that. Um, Seems it, to make one play a game. You know? He does. Kind of like Brian Brown used to in practice and training in Oxnard. Brian Oxnard. Brown. Yeah, he's on your practice squad. But, you know what I'm saying? I yes. mean, you need to find ways to get him the ball more down the field. Boy, everybody's like sucking wind through their no, feet. No, right I'm, I'm thinking, and, and no, I'm thinking. No, I've got no problem with that. 40-yard play could have been a major momentum Oh, he had a, them we talked about the, the fake punt. punt. Yeah, I mean, that's but, he's he's your downfield guy besides Dez. And if Dez isn't 100%, I mean, you you got to yeah, you got to look to Butler in those situations. You worry about the offense getting bottled up this week? I worry about them being able to establish the run again, yeah. But do. But see, and that's why I asked about the run their run defense being is it is it a product because they're twenty sixth against the pass? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What are they giving up per carry? That's the more better indicator of how good oh, their run defense. Four point eight. I can tell 4. you. Four point one eight, something like that. Right, sounds good. Is that right? I mean, I know it's I know it's uh, Cowboys averaging four point eight yards a carry. Now most of that is Zeke. Yeah, exactly. You have that number in front of you, Mickey. I know you're looking for it. Three points. Oh, opponents or the opponents? What are yeah. opponents? against them? 3.6. And they're a good run defense. Yeah. And they've only given up. I mean, four, I think it's 4.1. They're the number one run defense. Four, and only yeah. four rushing touchdowns. I get what you're saying. When you're beating the crap out of Denver, yeah. 51-23, they're, they're in pass first mode with right. Simeon. But, and, and their quarterback, Denver's quarterback, the, the heist was awful that day. Yeah. Oof. Well, He was bad. Here's the other thing. I should have looked to see how many running attempts against him. Yeah, I, I, just, I just feel like, though, that they've – you know, you're going to have to... Who's the best runner they faced? I'm trying to think. Kareem Hunt? Yeah, Kareem yeah. Hunt lit him up in, in second... Kareem Hunt. Yeah. That's where he arrived. Yeah, week two. They faced 166 runs. Pro- 283... Uh, no. Um, how many passes? It's like a stat show going on here. I know, <laughs> I know, but it'll prove something, maybe. You make a good... By the numbers. That's right. You make a good point. They 363 average- passes already. They put up... 30 points plus See, this is pretty much. And when you do that, that's that's great for your run defense because teams are you're probably playing from ahead most of the time. See, this is where this is where I, yeah, I always look at I always look at second down. 
it's like a big down for me. Yeah. Because you, you, you either you had success on first, so now you're going to get trying to convert. They're 19th in the league. On, when, when you run the ball against them on second down, 4.3, a carry on second down. So maybe it is, it, maybe it is like, okay, we're going to have to play, call an unconventional game. So when they're scoring, they've scored more than 30 points the last three games yeah. and four of the last five, and the one they didn't was 28. Yeah. Do they have that broken down by quarters, like how many yards you give up no, per no, quarter? No, no, Because that would be interesting because I, yeah. I would imagine by the third quarter, fourth quarter, teams are See, saying, we've got to throw them. Here's ball. another one. Here's another one I love. I talked about that. They're 28th in the league on when uh, second down conversions. So if you, you get to a manageable down, you can you can uh, 34% of the time on second down. That's, that's 28th in the league. So, okay, find a way to win on first, convert on second, you know, Dallas just needs to get back into the rhythm that they had. And I know it's hard without Zeke. But see, that you, what you're saying is, like you said, you get five yards on first down. You and then get, now, you, now you, can, you, you can run the ball or you can, you know, yeah. But then that goes back to personnel. I mean, you got to be able to do it with different guys now. And will you feel they, showed, different, they showed flashes of it. Will you feel half. different? About, this is a stupid question. I'll ask you. <laughs> Keep it going. You, you will – you're, you'll obviously feel better about their chances if Smith plays. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Always. I'll yeah. feel. I'll feel better. I won't. You feel, feel better about them moving the football. I won't feel back good about scoring. the defense, but I'll feel better that you could at least get into the twenties and possibly have a chance to yeah. win. That's why. Probably. Yeah, I, f- I feel like Sean. Obviously, that's a huge question mark. Sound, doesn't sound good for him this week. No, way. it's um, three games. That's out. But but offensively, to me, it was hard to judge the backs because of just how out of whack your offense was because you couldn't pass protect. And he's a good run blocker, too. He's a big run blocker for you in, on the left side. So I, you need to, I, I need to see him back in the game to see how they function without Zeke because I don't think we got a good barometer of it without Tyron in the game. But, yeah, uh, that's Twitter poll coming up about yeah. Sean, too. I, I don't, they got to figure out what to do without him, too. And now that question was brought up to Garrett too. You know, you got a couple linebackers that were inactive last week. What do you do with them? Yeah, you play them. Yeah, well, how do you play them? You know, that's that's the question. I wish I could trust Durant. Oh, me too. I mean, I, I trust his. You mid- said it yesterday. Though. I trust the middle. There's a reason. And, and, and Coach Garrett came out with the. There's things to do with special teams. They keep Noah Brown active as the sixth wide receiver, even though he plays four or five snaps a game on offense and the rest on special teams I, I get that but you know I mean I wish I could say I wish it was Justin Durant from two years ago three years ago yeah I wish that was the guy that was showing up today you think it's caught up with him two years in a row of of uh, he retired semi retirement I mean retired. yeah he didn't uh yeah, he, he didn't have he hadn't he, had, he hasn't he had, had, he had an off season yeah, with he, a team for two years in a row he, he did not practice really remember training camp I don't think he ever he never played any of the preseason no. games he and he, I don't he think barely he barely practiced. I don't think he barely practiced. He yeah. signed one-year deals with the Cowboys in the last two Julys, yeah, like I, right before camp. He was retired. Okay, so check this out. Halftime of the Denver game. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're up thirty-one-nine. Yeah. So what do you think's happening? Throw the right? ball. Throw the ball. Okay. Uh, How many pass attempts do you have? That was bad film to watch because Denver's quarterback situation was just so bad. Early, early third quarter against San Francisco, it's twenty to nothing. 
and then it's 27-7. So what's the game that was hard for them? The game that was hard for them was the Washington the Redskins. The, the second one. The second Redskin game was hard for them because it it it's uh in the third. So at halftime it's 17-10. There you go. And but, then it's 24-10. But then it's 24-17. Right. Until they football. pulled away. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. So I mean that that this team I'm telling you there's. You just got to get to them. You and Arizona, get... first quarter, it's 21 to nothing. Right. And it never got closer than 21-7, and then it's 31-7 at the end of the third I remember, quarter. I remember. So that kind of. Yeah. It was like a third and 19 in that Arizona game, and, and Aguilar catches it for a 75-yard touchdown. Yeah, but what are they doing in those few possessions to get it to 21 nothing? No, I'm are saying. Are they shutting that... down the run, and then, then I, they can build I'm, a lead? I'm saying, I'm saying the disparity between run and pass. I get it. In all those games, those teams are passing the ball because they're so far behind. I get it. Yeah, 166 yeah. runs. I said divided by nine. That's that's not even 20 runs a game. Right. That's less. I mean, if you go back and look at the San Francisco game for Dallas, when we were talking about their run defense needing to be better, they were getting gashed a little bit in that game too. Yeah. They put up 40 points and won by 30. So you go look at the final stats, and it's like, oh, San Francisco didn't rush for 100 yards. So yeah, I see what you're saying. And they rush for like 100. Th- somebody rushed for 103. They did. Was it Washington, one of the two did. Yeah. Rob Kelly, he got injured in that. And game. he's out. He's yeah. IR'd already. Yeah. yeah. He was injured in that Eagles game, though. Well, they got to find a way to run the ball. No, no, they yeah. do. But uh, but I think sometimes you got, like Brian said, you got to throw the ball to open yeah. up the run. Yeah. To set it up. I mean, in this game, you have to again. You're 61 percent run on first down. You've got to maybe you've got to say we we can't. Without Ezekiel, we're going to have to adjust a little. Which game did I tell you they needed to start the first play, throw it deep? Broncos. And they did it, right? They did it. Yeah. Oh, it didn't turn out so well. <laughs> it, it did at first, though. But they I was feeling good something at first. to think about, right? Hey, I was feeling good in the Falcons game at first. I was like, they, they got this. Hey, you're at home. They're expecting you to run the ball. There's no sun in your eyes. Yeah. Wing it. Yeah. Wing it. I feel like Dez always has big games against the Eagles anyway. These guys, Him and Malcolm Jemkin, Jenkins. Yeah, these guys got pride. These guys have some pride. I'm I, with I, you, man. I, I mean, I, I, I'm sick of hearing I about think, how on Twitter my timeline that the yeah. season's over and let's talk yeah. draft and all that crap. I'm no, sick I, of I, that already. I've, the last two weeks, I have Kansas City and Atlanta. And yeah. th- this week, I feel like that this is one of those games that, you know, it, it, Philadelphia's riding this streak. And they, hey, they might be very much like the Cowboys last year. It, I, I'm not giving them, I'm giving them credit. They're, they're deep. They're a complete team. They really, really are. But these in the NFL, I'd say it again. It's a strange lady. You just when you think you're out, you're in. Just when you think you're in, you're out. And that's Dallas has got to figure this out, and they will. They will figure it out. Yes. All right. Well, let's take our final break. When we come back, we will have Rob's Twitter poll that he's already hinted at, so it'll be good. So join us right after this break. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black, is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand brand of the Dallas Cowboys. 
Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broadus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. This is talking cowboys do you know why papa john's tastes so great why mick what have you guys figured out here it's ingredients. those ingredients <laughs> the olives and the sausage man fresh whole never frozen and that sausage 100 percent pork made for us and made to usda standards and there's no fillers in this and this deep dish crust highly recommend good stuff yep and Great when you have stuff. good stuff like this, it's good pizza, and it's Papa John's. Yes. Mickey's and we been... thank Brian for coming through here. Thank I, you, Brian. I never want to be a guy that doesn't pay off my debts. Mickey's been saying a lot. You want to bet? You want to bet? Mickey And if we it. can put this Papa John's deep dish pizza on the line, I want to bet. Mickey is, uh, you know, those, those folks from Illinois, they're big about that uh, gambling. Oh, I'm big on pizza when I can get it free. <laughs> You got it free. It's good stuff. It was worth. It was worth the bet. Now, you sure. know what? It was. You know what we used to Thanks, do? Thanks, Rob. Too. He doing pizzas on Friday night during Lent. Mm. We'd, we'd wait, cheese. No, we'd wait till midnight, and then it was twelve <laughs> ten. It was Saturday, and we'd order our pizza. Order your pizzas. It's a I'm good Catholic sure. for you. Actually, I'm not sure that yeah. was what the spirit, spirit of, the rules, of the rule was. Mickey, uh, the Holy Father, Spirit. Father Flanagan would like a word with you. Yes, please. I right. know. All right, Robert. All right, this is a subject we brought up. Yesterday on the show, Brian brought this up, I believe. Mm-hmm. Hypothetical. And look, it's looking like, all right, Tyron's maybe 50-50 this week. Okay. I don't think any of us expect Sean to play this week. But if you could only have one of them back for the Eagles game, that particular matchup, which one would you take? Sean or? Or Tyron. Or Tyron. Sean, who did we see have two 200-yard games Mickey's last year? Mickey's got me convinced this defense can't play without Sean Lee. Sean. I mean, guys, Jay Ajayi, they added him because they want that run game to get started. Yeah. Yes, they have a mobile quarterback in Wentz, but they want to be able to rely more on their run game. I watched a little of Ajayi, uh, the one game he's played. It was Denver, right? Yep. 53-yard touchdown. Yeah. and Well-blocked play. Out of a zone read, and their their offensive line looked a lot like this Cowboys offensive line. when Mobile. Just, I mean, they who was it? It was Brandon Brooks, 20 yards up the field, yeah. blocking two guys. Yeah. They can get out. They're athletic, man. They can yeah. get out and run. So then they got blunt too. So Sean Lee's always had great games against Philadelphia too. If you remember down in that the the one in Philadelphia where 
Well, last year the last game. Year. Remember last year the game. He goes to the flat. They swing. They try and swing the ball to Sproles, and he tackles him for like minus seven, and it knocks him out of field goal range. Maybe the that was the play of the game right there. And weren't they amazing. the ones that were complaining that he was stealing their signals? Sure. It's like no, he was here at eight o'clock at night studying. Yeah. Howard Erskine. Eskin. Uh-oh. Eskin. Erskine. Yeah, Eskin. Go away. You guys, you guys have a rivalry? I want to get a tweet from him or something, you know? I want get you to. You'd, ha- you'd have to actually I mean, why tweet he, at him. Why would he pick on Dak and then Bees comes to the rescue? <laughs> oh, I think I could get something started between you two. No, let's let's not. <laughs> Mickey, don't back away from a battle. Are you kind of the Eskin? Did we answer the uh, question? No, I'm not even close. You're like Gandhi compared Sean to him? Lee. He's like he's like ridiculous. said Sean Lee? <laughs> he is. He is. I mean, it's a, it's a great act, and, and it's worked all these years. Okay. I said Sean Lee. You said Sean Lee. I say Sean Lee. Mick? I'm going to go Sean Lee. Wow. Well, we're, you're going to yeah. maybe get Tyron back instead. 68% said they need Tyron Smith in this well, game. Well, of course. That was more obvious. I, was it more obvious? Yeah, because they scored 27 points and eight sacks. Yeah, but how many points unanswered did they have after Sean left? I know Chaz got blamed for the entire game. Twenty, but actually twenty-seven straight because they were halfway to their field goal. So twenty-four straight, but really he wasn't there for the field goal. Honestly, I remember thinking, okay, the Cowboys were coming out of the bye week, and they were going up to San Francisco, and I thought Carlos Hyde, he's gonna look like the Pro Bowler. He's gonna look like such a beast. And then with Sean Lee back in there, and Hitchens was back, it was like okay. They've got this run defense back. They're going to be okay. And they wore for three games. Yeah. And then when he was out, it's like, let's have a day. When you've got Hitchens and Lee together, that's a really good duo. But you've only seen it for, like, three games? Well, is Hitchens going to be the most important guy on the defensive line this week? Or who is? On the defense, yeah. He told us yesterday he's going to be playing Will if Sean can't go. Yeah. So that means you get a spot. So they got to figure out what they want to do with Jalen as far as how they want to sub him. You know, not expose him to as much. You know, Jason Garrett was talking about that today. Young player, you got to kind of figure things out for him. But uh, yeah, it's that's the difficult thing. And not these are these are, these are hard players to replace. And not a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I guess Durant and Jalen going to have to hold down the fort at middle linebacker. Yeah, Philadelphia's. Probably going to keep them out of. They run three wide, won't they? They do. Yeah. So they're not going to be in much standard. Yeah. Which eliminates Damian Wilson. Would you? Oh, would can you, he play in the middle? Would you consider? Well, how about this? Would you consider playing Wilson? And they've done it before. So I guess you. But would you consider if you're playing a lot of nickel, keep Hitchens and Wilson on the field? Or we talked about Wilson on the uh, on the outside. But Mickey, you even said this, and Rob, one of you guys said this yesterday. Would you consider just playing dime? Yeah. And then and then having right. Cheeto. Play down with Byron Jones playing down, and you know, try and get as many guys that could tackle around the box. Because get your own version of a nitro package. Yeah, well, you just have one linebacker basically on the field. I mean, guess who their leading receiver is? It's a tight end. Tight end, Ernst. Yeah. Ernst. So if they go three wide, you're going to have to cover four. Mm-hmm. Right. Cover four. Cover four. It's a great show. What time that show yeah. on today? What time. Five thirty p.m. Central okay. Time. So you're going to have to cover four guys. Right. And. Normally, they take Brian Jones and put him there. Well, if Cheeto's good to go, you let him take that. He's got he's caught their most touchdown receptions. He's got six. So, is Ertz going to play this week, though? Well, I can't answer that yet. 
I guess we'll find Is out. Is he hurt? He was hurt out. last week? Yeah. Or, I guess then it's like, do ago. their injuries kind of catch up to them? I'm not wishing yeah. that on anyone. No, but the, yeah, you're right. When I say that, I really am not. But I'm sure they've got somebody to take his place. Yeah, I'm going to say. Because we're going to run our, we're gonna run our Who offense. Who was the huge guy they had at tight end? Trey Burton. Was that the guy they drafted last year? No, Burton's an older guy. Burton came out as a, in 14. They had a huge guy that they had as tight end last year. I thought he was a rookie. Maybe no. not. Yeah, it's been Burton, Selick, and, and Ernst. Maybe I'm thinking of Evan Ingram. Maybe yeah, so. Yeah. 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 Giant. Zach Ertz has always been kind of that reliable guy for them. Well, if you remember the last game of the year, the game that Dallas threw away to save their roster, he had 12, 13 catches in that game. Am I right about that? Sounds that right. Yeah. yeah. Remember that? that Every ball went to him at, at that time. So, yeah, you're going to have to deal with him. Get ready for that. But <clears throat> All right. Let's go dime. Yeah. Go dime. All right. Well, let's hit the call callers we have ray from new orleans on the line hey guys how you doing hey ray before you get Can started you we're, we're all friends here so let's not start a battle <laughs> oh of course we are i've been calling the show for 10 years Mickey i know you that. are yeah Mick uh, is the best you guys brought up a great point yesterday about every game matters and uh, i think brian did in um 2009 we played a game seven six against the redskins and leaving the stadium everybody was mad because we only won by one point and calling for Romo and Romo sucks and all this and that. I'm like, dude, we just won the game. You know, and it was going to be one of those regular NFC East sloppy locker games. We won the game. My point being, we, at the break, at Thanksgiving, we were 8-3, the Raiders. Then we got the Giants, Chargers. Then we went on the road Christmas Eve at the Dome. We beat the Saints, Redskins, Eagles. And that was a tremendous run by Romo right there. And we got into the playoffs. We won a playoff game. If you take that ugly win away, that 7-6 game that everybody was complaining about, because I guarantee you when we won the division, nobody was complaining anymore. So my message is if we can just stay the course, man, even if we lose to the Eagles, I'm going to be watching it. I hope we win. But if we can beat the Chargers, Redskins, Raiders, and get some of these players back for Seattle on the second game of Philly, we can still get in the playoffs. We just can't be without Zeke, Tyron, Sean Lee, and Dan Bailey. Thank you. So that's all I had. No, you got. All right, appreciate it. I'm some... saying the same thing. Yeah, that's that's some blue and silver lining. Man, my timeline on Twitter last night. I mean, it's just like everybody asking for the draft show. Who are they going to draft? They want you started on film, Brian. And it's like, yeah, it's Eagles Week. How are you not fired up for this? No matter what happened last week. Yeah, it was ugly. I felt like they were still even on the all of that when the Cowboys were sitting here eight and one last year. You know, they wanted they wanted to be like, okay, well, are they going to actually do this? Yeah, skepticism. Yeah, and then we were like, wait, why can't you just enjoy this season? This is like a once-in-a-while type of season, and you're wanting to look ahead. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. But you need to go get a victory against Philadelphia. Well, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And get, I, get a little get a little momentum. I mean, you had you had some good feelings going to the you know after the Kansas City. I didn't think they were going to beat Kansas City. But, you know, find a way. Go find a way to, to you know, win this game. Mm-hmm. That's what you got to do. You know, then, yeah, then it sets you up. Four days later, hey, take the Chargers down. Now, you know, you're rolling. Now you got the, now you got the Redskins coming in here. Yeah. And you got to take advantage of these home games. And I know Dallas has had their shares of struggles over the years. I mean, it seems like they're kind of getting things back. You know, Dak is, was very good at home last year. And, you know, so we'll see. I mean, the, the two losses with the Rams and the uh, Packers not good, but – I think overall, though, it's uh, 
they just got to get on get on that roll again. Mm-hmm. You know, get, you know, they had a three game roll, and it's you know unfortunate that they've lost some guys, but. It sounds weird. I like their chances in this one. I really, really do. And I'm not doing it as a homer thing because I picked the visiting team or the, the the opponent the last two weeks. Just something different about it. Two night games, late afternoon game. That's it. Just do what you need to do to get ready for the game. Yeah. Orlando McLean, where you at, though? Yeah. No, no I'm speaking to the fans. Yeah. Oh, you're not speaking to Orlando? He's a no. fan? No. He can't be a fan anymore? Fan of fishing. He ain't going to be at the game Cheering. How do you know that? I'll bet you a pizza. <laughs> Excuse me. If there's anyone in this stadium named Rolando McClain, can you please stand up and put on a 55 jersey? It's currently not taken. because I got a better chance of DeMarcus Ware putting on 94 for the game than him sitting in the stands cheering. DeMarcus Ware is actually, I'm seeing tweets right now, for those who were able to watch the full practice portion, he was, um, well, first – full media practice portion. He's coaching up the defensive line right now. What everyone wants. Helping him out, huh? Helping him out. Good. Get him and Charles Haley at the same time on the field, sideline, helping out. Put a headset on. Yeah. Mm, No, I don't think so. Why not? Charles? Yeah. Headset? Sure. It would come off in five seconds. He'd be (laughs) jumping around. Probably. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, a lot of people are tweeting, though. You need Rolando McClain back. (laughs) <laughs> Guys, he's not coming back. Seriously? No. Yes. I'm well, looking at this right now. Hey, in 2014, when Sean missed the whole year, it was kind of nice to have him to fall no, back it on. Was. Hitchens was a rookie then, right? But you had a true, you had a true middle linebacker. Yeah. They, you know, they rolled Jalen, right? That was that was what they decided on was that he would be able to be. I don't think they ever counted on him ever playing 70 snaps in a game this season, but they thought no. he could he could fill a role. And he has at certain points when he hasn't had to play starter snaps. But I don't think that's what they envisioned for him. I'm looking at some of these tweets, too, and people are saying, it's worth noting that Ronald Darby is coming back for the Eagles this week. Of course, their yeah. cornerback. You always want your cornerbacks on the field. Yeah. Is he, got he a Cheetah. starter? Yes. He's yeah. their left corner when he's healthy. He got Robinson's hurt. not? No. He got hurt in the opener. So they he used, hasn't played. Yeah, they used Douglas Mills and – who else to use Robinson? Lincoln's. Yeah, they've been the guy. Watkins, too. Yeah, they've used a lot of guys. Yeah, what would you have believed me more? I'm trying to think about this. <laughs> what no. what we would have believed believe you more what? Believe you more. These two next phrases I'm going to say. Would you have thought that Nolan Carroll wouldn't be on the team by the time the Cowboys faced the Eagles for the first time? Hmm. Or that, I'm trying to think, that Ezekiel Elliott would, <laughs> would have played the first eight games or nine games? How many did he play? Eight? Yeah. So more surprised by one yeah, of Yeah, more two. surprised by Nolan Carroll not being on the team. Or Ezekiel Elliott playing. Or Ezekiel Elliott playing the first eight games. When were you, when, when? At training camp. Beginning or end? Beginning. Start of the season. Was he? He wasn't suspended yet. I'm, no. I'm but we knew it was I would coming. go with Carroll. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised Zeke played as many games in a row as he did. Because he got kind of... Harry there for a couple weeks. Oh, yeah, I thought like, week one. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't get suspended till the almost the end of August. August 11th is when he got Middle suspended. Middle of August, okay. Yeah. So beginning of camp, no, nothing was going to happen. Zeke is free. Took that long to figure out what they were trying to do? They didn't even make common sense. More so what I was saying is that I thought Nolan Carroll was the biggest free agent signing they had this offseason. Sure. And he's not even on the roster for the yeah. first time he faces his former team. Yeah. 
Yeah. He was going to be that no none more. of their free agents would be on the roster anymore. There's that too. He was higher and more. They were no more than a bridge. Yeah, that's true. Just got the young guys ready. I they never thought that they, that Nolan Carroll was going to be the guy. It's funny he started the Giants game though. Yeah, I know. He did. Sometimes that's what you know. When you get coaches, they want to go with a veteran guy. They'll always lean on make the, the mistake on the veteran. Yeah. yeah, was it a mistake or was it those young guys had barely practiced and maybe not ready? Because yeah. they because of the injuries. Yeah, you know, I mean, Cheeto still to this point has has barely played. Jordan Lewis hadn't really practiced. No, yet. No, right? True. And then found himself in the game. Which one was it? When everybody got hurt right away. Denver. Denver, right? Second mm-hmm. game of the season. Yeah, had an interception. Denver hadn't even practiced wherever he was playing. He sure. hadn't played in the slot. Or he had, but he was now outside. With our last couple of minutes. Yes. Who gives us our biggest lift this weekend? Who's the biggest lift guy? The guy you're kind of thinking. Des. Des. I know. I know that's. I know that's our thing. You play like you rank them. But okay. Taco. Well, well, you're saying who needs to step up? Or no, no, who, no, no, who, no. Who, he's who's going to play well. Who's going to play well enough to where you're sitting there thinking, man, I didn't think that was going to happen. Des. Kent just voted. Said Taco. Taco. <laughs> I like that drop. Brandon Carr, Mo Claiborne, or Orlando Scandrick. Oh, Scandrick could. Yeah. You got Dez, huh? Okay. Who'd you take, Mickey? I'm, I'm still thinking. I think Chaz Green lights it back up. Chaz Green, Chaz Green. Yeah, I don't know that that would carry the day, but it sure <laughs> oh, would help, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think he plays better. And I think he plays, too. How about, when he's, how about, a, how about a Damian Wilson? We're talking about another line, linebacker. Yeah, how about another? What if it, what if it's March Lillard? What if somebody like that gets a snip? What if I'm wrong about J- Justin Durant? I'm going to say D Law. I'm going to say he's going to have an, a more impactful pass rushing game, more more normal for him than he did last week, and maybe that pass rush is a little more effective than it was. You know, there wasn't enough pressure on Ryan last week. Needless to say, that was he had all day in the he was reloading. He got way too comfortable as the game went on. Stepping up, yeah. Looking at his third guy, waiting for a guy to run all the way across the field. I think a lot of it had to do with how bad the Cowboys' offense was. Just didn't help them. Yeah, you know, just didn't, didn't, you didn't force. They didn't force the issue with yeah. some points. I mean, that's what I was asking you guys. You think that Dallas could have won a game that was seventeen all? You know, could See, they, it should have been. It should have been seventeen fourteen. And that would have been a huge difference had they scored sure they would have. 10 at the 12. Maybe you do get that one more stop, and all of a sudden. Right? Now you're, now and you're, they did get a stop the next, the next uh, possession. Yeah. Now you got a chance to take the lead. Yeah. It's a different ball game. It was huge. One play, one play and one field goal was so huge in that game. Mm-hmm. And then you lost traction. Yeah, big time. And now we're here talking about <laughs> can they ever win again? <laughs> Will they ever be good again? Well, what we'll find out. You? Playoffs. What if I told you? Yes. Ezekiel, <laughs> we miss you, big guy. Bit- Hurry up and Pardon say it. Smith, we miss you, big Don't guy. Don't save it till next day. What I'm if you saving. told me? Dan Bailey, we'll never take you for granted again. This team would win the Super Bowl against all odds. <laughs> all right, see you guys tomorrow. He same may time, be kicking place, field goals soon. See ya. Dan Bailey will do the Adam Vinatieri celebration. Of yes. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?